0: sir what's good y'all welcome back to the millionaire mansion podcast my name is james hodge i'm the owner of the millionaire Matt club and you know here at the millionaire Matt club we believe that being a millionaire is not only monetary but it starts with the mindset and it continues with the mindset so we talk all self-improvement so you can get your money right get your spirit right get your get your body right get all of that right because it all together you feel me it all goes together but it feels so good to be back I haven't recorded a pod in I think a week because I went I went back home to Phoenix and it's uh it's a little challenging to get work done in that type of environment just because since I only go back in segments of months like every few months like it's like oh James let me see you James let's do this James. and then so it's cool like that's actually a life lesson that I, we can touch on right there is like, you don't have to have the grind consume you like, make sure you schedule downtime for your people for the people that you're grinding for, you need downtime to hang out with them. Because if you're just stuck in the grind grinding for them, then you're you're diminishing the true value that you get from those relationships, which is that valuable time, that time spent together. So keep that in mind, y'all. Keep that in mind. Always grind for your people, but don't forget to hang with your people. Don't forget the free things that you can do for and with your people. And that's just give them your time. That's just give them your time. Simple. But today I wanted to talk about attachment, detachment, because I think this this is such a big lesson that I'm continuing to learn and I feel like through the course of life is always going to be a a focus, a focus of mine. And I believe through my walk, based off my experiences, this is a focus that everybody should have with like attachment and detachment. And what that means is, you know, when... When you start something new, you get something new. Uh, you're doing something. You get attached to it. Oftentimes, we get consumed by it. We just, we just get so locked in with it that we start to identify by it. Like I'll use I use athletes for an example, just because I I am a current athlete and I've been an athlete all my life. Oftentimes, a perfect example of like attachment is. Hey James, uh, who are you? Oh, I'm a basketball player. That's me. That's that's my attachment to the sport. That's my attachment to the game. And within that statement, there's so much into that because my my love and passion for the game is so extensive to the point where it was getting to the point where I was identifying. That was my identity. When that is what i do one of the things that i do but it's not who i am and when you're attached you you become so familiar that it could be counterproductive in a sense because if you stay attached and then as soon as you're you either detach based off your own your own uh your own choice or if you're forced to detach that can set you up for a traumatic fallout because oftentimes you see it with like athlete, pro athletes, college athletes, high school athletes. Um, and once again, I'm just using athletes as an example just because that's the most relatable example I can give, but this goes with anything. But oftentimes you'll hear these pro athletes as soon as they're done playing pro for 10 years, they all of a sudden don't know who they are. And that's a real problem just because that game helped sculpt you, but it wasn't the only thing that did sculpt you. And oftentimes we'll be so attached to that identity, to that grind, that we'll discredit the greatness that we have within ourselves beyond that thing. So, what does detachment mean? What, no, like. It's not literal. Detached doesn't mean, oh, just stop hooping. No, what detachment means is understand that's something that you do. That's something you're a part of, but it doesn't make you. And you can only influence and control a certain amount of things in the situation. And that goes for all aspects of life. So I'll use another example for, uh, like starting a company, it's good to attach, it's good to hop in, dive in. Actually, scratch the company example. Let's just say in general, let's say you're starting something new. It's good to attach, dive in, let it consume you. But as soon as you get get the muscles starting to develop some habits, that's when you can start to detach and become an observer, become a true observer, because the whole time that's our true job is become an observer. And what I mean by that is going through, going through and reading and reacting situations, because no matter how much we plan, no matter how influential, how controlling we think we are, we can never truly control the future, but we can influence it and how can we influence where does our influence come from our influence comes from our past experiences that's why we react a certain way that's why we don't react a certain way so and how do you how do you control your reactions by observing by observing how you've reacted in the past by observing the current situation and not always relating it to a past experience because that that's honestly something that will hold us back is we'll be so caught in old situations and try to make this current situation identical to an old situation and we'll end up ruining or spoiling the the present moment. You see what I mean? So the next thing off of that is acceptance. Me, me and one of my best friends, Andres, we're talking about that. We we're talking about acceptance. And what does that mean? What does acceptance mean? Acceptance is just you coming to terms with what happened and coming to terms with what you influenced to make that outcome become that outcome and what other parties that were involved, influenced to make that outcome become that outcome. And then what we do with that, what's the next step after that acceptance is understanding and using our imagination to evaluate and prepare and manifest the next thing that we want to happen and understanding with acceptance you have to understand you can't control or force the next thing that you want to happen but you you have better odds of what you want to happen, to happen, if you know what you want to happen, if that makes sense. And I know it does, but just, if it didn't, just replay that and, and pause it and think about it. So after that, after after you you have that acceptance, it's it's where do we go from here? It already happened. It's a definitive. It's in the past. And there's nothing we can do about the past But we can utilize the past. We can utilize the past. And how can we utilize the past? We can use it as data. We can use the past data, the past knowledge that we gained. So we can be prepared when we're in that observer role to be like, oh, I've seen something like this before. I did this last time. Let me try this. Or I did this last time. It it gave me success. Let me try that again. You see what I'm saying? So use that past to your advantage use the past to your advantage. I know sucky situations happen. I know good situations happen, but there's duality in both. There's good and there's good and bad and there's bad and good. And so you need to find both. You need to be able to argue what good came from a situation and what bad came from a situation, whether it was you winning the lottery, whether it was, uh, you getting proposed to, it doesn't matter. There's, you need to know the pros and cons. So you're, you're the most comfortable you can be in the situation. Okay, you see what I'm saying? So really, really understand what are definitives. Definitives is something that's set in stone. So anything that's happened in the past is set in stone. And just because it's a definitive doesn't mean there can't be a new Definitive in state put in state. And what I mean by that is just because uh, something bad happened to you last time you asked a girl out. Yes, that's a definitive you you got rejected. That's a definitive. Does that mean that you're forever entitled to being rejected? No, it doesn't. That was a definitive of that time period. It's time to make new definitives and understand that you can influence and create new defendants. So go out, know what you want, so you can create what you want, and you're not just walking around oblivious like, yes, it's good to go with the flow and be in the flow of the Tao and of the world and let good things and bad things come to you, but also understand and have a vision of what you would like. Have a preference. Have a preference just, just so you can have an understanding of, kind of like an understanding in a measurement scale of, oh, do I like this? Oh, do I not like this? You see what I'm saying? So create new definitives. Create de- new definitives just because a definitive is in state doesn't mean that's the end all be all, you can influence and create whatever you want in this life, in this realm. There's infinite possibilities. You just have to figure out how to influence whatever the situation is to go your way. So we'll wrap it up there. I'm so glad to be back. I'm so glad y'all joined us. Um, As always, if you need a positive friend, My number is in the description. It's 480 571 7347. Make sure you text me. Text me, podcast, and let's chop it up. I can give you advice, any of that. We can, really, I just want to be your friend and send you daily positivity and motivation. Cop Fit for Life, $1. Cop Fit for Life, $1. Your first month is $1. The only thing that's holding you back from your dream body is one dollar, four quarters. That's it. No taxes. Like there's no taxes. Um, but yeah, man, I, I love and appreciate y'all. Oh, and I want to pat myself on the back. I want to pat y'all on the back for getting our community to five thousand, five thousand followers on TikTok. And we may that may not be the biggest number ever, but it, it, it's a milestone. It's Peace.